Here we go! In case of emergency, the exits are here, 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 anywhere! Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Regan and I have my sister, Christian Allgaier. And we are discussing all things Disney, the parks, the movies, the TV shows, video games, whatever is Disney, we will cover. Alright, so today we are going to start our discussion by um, a hypothetical question here. If you were the CEO of the Walt Disney Company, what changes would you make? Or what would you do? you to go first because I always go first when we have questions okay so what I would do I have like lots of plans okay let me just say that much one uh, number one here I would make Oswald a lot bigger than he is currently right yeah uh when Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was on I always thought hey it'd be nice if maybe an Easter episode bam there's Oswald you know with some eggs or something yeah yeah um Maybe he loses eggs out of his basket and they got to use toodles to find them. You know, stuff like that. Um, he did just make his first appearance in the new Mickey Mouse shorts. Uh, just as a side little throwaway gag, I would, you know, make him maybe more prominent in the background. He doesn't have to be in every episode, but maybe there's times where he's in the background or times where Mickey's hanging out with them. You know, stuff like that. And, you know, Roadster Racers... There you go. You could have Oswald in there as well. Um, you know, just kind of institute it. I would make him available at Walt Disney World. He's at, you know, California. I'd have him at Hollywood Studios in One Man's Dream instead of Star-Lord. Um, and Groot, you could have him there since that's kind of where Mickey, you know, yeah. where, where Walt was, all this stuff. Um so that's that's one of my main things I would do there. I'd just have him kind of more prominent, just so that way, you know, they're selling merchandise. It might help to sell more merchandise if you have them in more stuff than just yeah. Epic uh, Mickey. Yeah, because I feel like the true, or if you're not like a big true Disney fan, you don't even know. Exactly, yeah. You're like, who, who's this random character on everything, and you never seen anything with a minute? Yeah, one day I drew Oswald at work. And somebody said, oh, this Mickey has long ears. <laughs> I was like, that's Oswald, actually. But, so, you know, that would be, you know, phase one of it. Uh, phase two here, I would have uh, the, I would have the Disney cartoons, you know, Disney Channel, Disney XD, all them. I would make more cartoons based off of films. Like they're doing now, anyway. You know, yeah, but, yeah. you know, like Tangled, like Big Hero 6, like DuckTales, I would make them more based on actual Disney characters, less of the dog with the blog, less with Mech X4, you know, just more Disney themed stuff. Doesn't mean you can't have original stuff too, but, um. Okay, 
Okay, yeah, so I was going to ask, so, like, yeah, what do you recommend for, like, the ones that they don't want to do animated if they're not doing, like, Dog with a Blog and stuff? Uh, better content. Well, like, I would stop everything with It's a Laugh Productions, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Those are the oh, ones well, that... Those are the ones that did all of the, you know, where the, they're laughing at stuff that isn't funny or, um, you know, just like the, it, you know, Disney Channel used to be more inventive with stuff like, like Proud Family. That was something you don't really see anymore. Um, yeah. Uh, Lizzie McGuire, Phil of the Future, stuff that didn't have laugh tracks but were still funny and weren't as out there as they are now. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um. Stuff like that uh, for for the TV I mean, side of it. I guess I guess one of the things that I thought was the most exciting that they've done is the whole Descendants thing because it was a way to get the older kids, you know. But at the same time, it still kind of has goes back to a story around original, you know, back to like normal characters, characters we already know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I see what you mean that it's something they're doing with Disney theme stuff yeah um so that's that's one of the things i would do as well for for the park side of stuff though you know i'll go back to obscure characters panchito and jose carioca should be meeting with donald in mexico at epcot um you know i know that takes a lot more uh budget and and stuff but um you know it's not like disney can't afford it really um and then, uh, I guess, park-wise, I'm not... I mean, you know, Star Wars Land's great. Toy Story Land's gonna be good. I don't really know what other stuff I would do there, you know? I mean, I guess I would, you know, you'd fix up Epcot, but there looks like they're starting to work on that anyway. Um, because before when I had thought about this, these questions, when I would think about this stuff, you know, I would think about, you know, changing it. Like, Epcot, I always thought I would get rid of the Ellen ride, but they're already doing that. But I thought something maybe more like Wally, uh, you know, something that still teaches the uni- in, in in the universe of energy pavilion. Yeah. You know, Wally was about energy and you know, um, and the environment and eco friendly stuff. That's actually one of my things that I would do is I'd incorporate him in there. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other stuff that I would that I would do. But those were little things that I feel like could be done to spice it up. I mean, I know they're not big sweeping changes of anything. But just some of the characters and, and stuff I feel like that could use a little bit more. Uh, one Another thing I would probably do is, you know how Pixar does the shorts in front of the uh, movies? Yeah. I would do those for the regular movies too, but I would have... Like ones based off of the characters we know, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, every so often, yeah, there could be one that's more of an original idea, like Paper... Uh, the Paper... What was that one called? Paper Man? Um, was pretty good. Uh, all the ones on the short collection are pretty good for the Walt Disney shorts. Feast and, and all those. But, you know, it would be... Better, uh, you know, like, when we went to see National Treasure 2, uh, Book of Secrets or whatever it was called, we go in there and the goofy short How to Set Up Your Home Theater comes on, and it's like, that's awesome, just because it's something that, you know, doesn't happen all the time, but 
it was nice to see one of the classic characters in a new short, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that, you know. Without the new Mickey animated style, I would like to see the ca- classic characters in their old style. Like that, How to Set Your Home Theater, that was a throwback to all the other Goofy shorts that were how to play football, how to ski, how to, you know, surf, all of those. So it was nice seeing it like that. But Yeah. I think I'll wrap up mine right there. <laughs> Been babbling on, but... Okay, so one of mine was actually the Wally thing. And, um... Okay, the other one is kind of something that they had said a long time ago and they never did, was... I like the idea they were going to have like an Americana type of park up in Virginia. I think that's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought that was a something different and neat and, you know, educational, I guess. In a sense. So the other thing I would do is I would have like almost like a Disney Afternoons block on Disney Channel or Disney XD and replay those old shows like Dummy Bears and Tailspin and all of that. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, when they bring out their streaming thing, I think like all of that should be on there, and I think all of their Disney Channel original movies would be on should be on there. Yeah. And then to go along with that, I think that they should go back to making more Disney Channel original movies. Like I just remember as a kid looking forward to that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're only like releasing two a year right now. Yeah. To be honest, I think they're gonna even. They might even go less with the Disney Channel original movies because I think they're going to try to focus on making the original movies for the streaming service now. But uh, Yeah, but that would still count as an original movie. I mean, not Disney yeah. Channel, but it'd be something different along the same lines. But, you know, just more of those kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, more innocent things that the kids could, you know, watch. Yeah. Um, so... But then, like, theme park-wise, I was thinking, I, I think that Phineas and Ferb should be, like, more prominent. Really? And get more attention. Because I just think that that was a good, they had really good, and it was, like, good parents liked it and the kids liked it. Yeah, I'm just saying, because they don't even, I mean, like, it's not, they don't make any more episodes, so I think it's kind of winding down. And they. I know, but what I, I was thinking they could bring them into Epcot in, like, the sense of all their, like, imagination stuff, like, in the futuristic part of the mm-hmm. Epcot, you know, because they were always, like, thinking up and making some other thing. I just think that some kind of thing, some kind of, whether it be, like, a show or just, like, in the interventions thing or a ride, something along those lines that kind of explores the imagination. I'm surprised they didn't do more with Gravity Falls when it was big. I mean... Yeah, but what could they do with that? Just like the meet and greets. They had a meet and greet for Phineas and Ferb and, and stuff. Um, I'm surprised oh, they sure. never did a meet and greet for Dipper and Mabel, or, you know? I mean... Yeah, yeah. Because that was just as big... Well, I mean, see, that... With adults. That takes me back, and I know I know we're talking about this later, but, like, I don't understand why Miles from Tomorrowland isn't a character meet and greet. Mm-hmm. How do you decide, you know, which... Because basically they're not... I don't think they're really doing new episodes of all those shows anymore that they include in the Playhouse Disney or Disney Junior or whatever. But I just... That one... I think that's getting a remodel anyway. Well, they just... 
It, they did. It's actually called something else on there now. Oh, so they did do it. Okay. So they probably do have newer yeah. stuff in there. So maybe, maybe they'll bring them. Because I just think Elena of Avalor came out after that. And she's got a spot over at Magic Kingdom, not even at Disney Junior. That's because she's a princess. Yeah. You know. Well, so is Princess Sophia, though. Isn't Sophia the first supposed to be a princess? Yeah, but she's, like... More of a kid one. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be weird if you yeah. had... Like, Elena is a face character. Sophia isn't. I know what you mean. So I think it'd be weird if you had, like, big head Sophia next to Rapunzel and, in, in, you know, like... Yeah. In the meet yeah. and greet. Because they're, they're in the same room, you know? So it'd be kind of weird, but... Um, and so then, also, I thought about, like, Rapunzel. I feel like they could do something with her long hair as an attraction. You know what I mean? Like... I think roller coaster and like the track is her hair or something like that. That sounds Maybe gross. Maybe even but like you, have it wrap. You know what I mean. But you know, you know, would be cool instead, or, right? Like, what? if it was like, okay, now. Oh, I got one. What you would have to do is you'd have to move the tower from where it is, right? And if you expand yeah. back there, if it's possible, I'm not sure how it's laid out. If it's possible. But if you went back that way, right, and you made the attraction her tower, right? And you did a mm-hmm. ride that's kind of like Doctor Doom from Universal where you shoot up, right? But the car like that, her hair. Yeah, the car that you're sitting on is like yeah, that's what I was is like being held by her hair. You know what I'm saying? It's like a bam. Yeah. Up up and you know, that'd be pretty cool. Um yeah. if you had to do one off of her. It's a shame yeah, she's well, just a nice hard. bathroom. That's the shame. Yeah. <laughs> That's her big attraction. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, for people that like nice bathrooms, that's uh, one of the best on property. Um, okay, so I have two more. And I know I definitely said it before, but I just think the idea of doing the whole Sugar Rush, Wreck-It Ralph Speedway thing would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think they could do that really, really good. And the other thing is... And I'm thinking maybe Adventureland would be the space for this, but I just, like, Lilo and Stitch, first of all, I feel like, well, I mean, Stitch had his ride, but that was, that was lame, so I feel like... And it's not really futuristic. Be, yeah, I feel like they could be something in there, but I'm thinking it, it, maybe Adventureland, but I was thinking, like, you know that song, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride? Like, I feel like they could totally do something with that. Yeah, it not really a be, real Hawaiian roller coaster. Oh, yeah, a big roller coaster, maybe more a kid thing, or like something surf-related, whatever. But I just think that there's something there that could be done. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I would, to add on to mine, because I totally forgot, but I would do something, like I said, with the Big Hero 6 being a, in Stitch's spot or something. Yeah. To, you know, to capitalize on Big Hero 6 before it, you know, if it ever fades there. Um, the thing is, they're, they're, it's sometimes just a little slow on the uptick. You know, it took a while for Frozen Ride to appear when it's it, when it had been out. You know, it took like three years. You know. Um, and what they ended up doing was trying to shoehorn them into places before they actually had time to develop it. Because it was, took them by surprise on how popular it was, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's why I think now they already have that Coco for, for the Mexico Pavilion lined up so they don't get taken by surprise when it ends up 
if it does well. You know what I'm saying? They can just be like, all right, now we're just going to go proceed as fourth, you know? Um, yeah. Got to kind of have these contingent plans for when you have a movie that, you know, hits the spot, you know? I would love something Zootopia. I just don't think there's anywhere that it fits in in this, in this like any of the four parks. Um, you know, maybe Magic Kingdom would be its most fit. I know people said Animal Kingdom because it has animals, but it's not really about... You know, like, Animal Kingdom is about, like, actual um, animals. Yeah, and information about their lifestyle. You know, uh, that movie is all about more like a... It's almost a human story told with animals, you know? Um, with yeah. its anti-racism message and stuff like that, you know? So, I mean, like, it's... It, well, it doesn't work way, as well. I also, feel, I also feel like maybe they could do something more with Lion King over there, you know? I don't know what, but... I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, because what? It's the Lion King show. That's really it, right? Yeah, but we went from a time where we had lots of Lion King stuff everywhere. Do you remember that? Like, we had, um, Lion King was where Mickey Filler Magic is. Yeah. They had a show there. Um, you know, they, they that's where they kind of, they was big in the parades. It's kind of like how they did with Frozen, where they were just like, oh, crap, this is big. Let's fit it wherever we can. You reminded me. That's what I would have done. Uh, the what other would thing I would do <laughs> is I would change up and add more parades and change more frequently. Oh, like, that's right. You said that the other day. Yeah. I feel like we haven't had a change in parade in forever. Well, we just did. Two years no. ago. No. Well, that's true. But they keep it for a long time. I don't know. I guess growing up, I feel like the parades changed more often. Maybe I'm wrong. Most likely. Um, I don't know. Most we'd likely I'm wrong. Yeah, most likely you're wrong. We'd have to we'd have to look at it. But I mean that the one that was at Hollywood was the same for a while. The Pixar one that was that was yeah, a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I, thought, I I know you said that it was a mess at Animal Kingdom. But it was. It was a mess. I like that one. Because there there's so many paths there that are just so thin, you know. Um, and I would bring, Kingdom. I would bring that one. What is it? Paint the night or something? Yeah, that'd be from cool. From California, because I just really want to see that so bad. It was really cool. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of my favorites. I, we we enjoyed it when we went. Um, I'm trying to think if there's nothing else, then we can jump over to the news. Then. Okie doke. Extra, extra, read all about it. Here is the biggest news of that. It happened right on Monday after, you know, like after this was up, our last episode was up. But there was talks that Disney were, uh, you know, looking into buying 21st Century Fox. So, oh, yeah. And now they're also saying, as of, I think, yesterday or two days ago, that they had just posted uh, that the deal is not totally dead. It can still happen. But what this would do for Disney is is a couple things. It would give them the rights to the Avatar movies, which would be huge for them with them having Avatar the the rides. Yeah. Um, now, the only things they would get are the TV and movie studios and a few cable channels. They can't get Fox the network because 
FCC FCC rules rule against um, having two broadcast networks. So yeah, they, they also can't get Fox News for the same reason. Yeah, and also Fox News, uh, Fox didn't want to sell that anyway because that's actually one of their most profitable of of their branches. And it well, actually, I was going to say Fox Sports is the one I was thinking and because it, they already have ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, what yeah. Fox was looking to do was to base themselves around Fox the Network, Fox News, and Fox Sports. That's their most profitable stuff. The news, the sports, and the channel. Disney would end up getting FX, FXX, FXM, um, any of the other networks owned by uh, 21st Century Fox. They would own the TV distributing company of 21st Century Fox. So Modern Family, which airs on ABC, they would actually own the full rights of it by it being a 21st uh, Century production. They would actually, I had no idea that. Yeah, they would actually own uh, The Simpsons and Family Guy. It just wouldn't air on oh, their network. I, I read that they wouldn't own those two. Because they are on Fox. They're on Fox, but they're produced by 20, 20th Century Fox. Yeah, but I, I don't know. What I read was that anything that was on the Fox channel, they wouldn't have rights to. That would be weird, because unless if Fox created their own other broadcast, like their own other distributing stru- studio, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure. I'm just going by stuff that's produced by 20th Century Fox. Now they they it might get into the area where they wouldn't, you know, they would own it, but it wouldn't go on one of their channels. You know, it'd be on Fox. Yeah. Um, they would own Star Wars: A New Hope uh, as they would get the full rights to that. They have. You know, they don't have the rights to distribute the movie. Um, so any DVD or F- Blu-ray release has to be in conjunction with 20, uh, 21st Century Fox right now. That's what's stopping a huge collection that you buy at one time, pretty much. You know, um, yeah. because they don't have the rights to do that. So they would they would own that. And they would have a whole bunch of content for their uh, TV station. Uh, their, their um, not their TV station, the streaming service because they would get because they'd get the rights to how i met your mother as well for being 20th century fox modern family would be theirs they could put all that stuff on their streaming service yeah yeah so well they i also read that they would get the uh, they would then have owned a fantastic four and x-men exactly and those could go back into the marvel cinematic yep deadpool any of the x-men movies Fantastic Four is well, a little more of a gray area because the rights holders to Fantastic Four are actually not Fox, but that company does deals with Fox. So, a little bit of a gray area on Fantastic Four. But X-Men, well, for sure. And like some people are saying that Fox would own They're not even close to done. You mean like the, um, I like Disney's Disney's movies or? <laughs> yeah, like Disney's Captain America and all that. Oh no, they have so many more without the X Men and Fantastic Four. The thing is, that would give them so many more of their big villains that they could use. Um, Doctor Doom is pretty big. You know, Silver Surfer. Um, uh, you know, now any of those. that'll then that'll then 
frees them up within the parks, though, still, because that's all under Universal, right? So they still wouldn't be able to use the they still wouldn't be able to use the characters in the park. Yeah, but, but whatever. But yeah, but it would, you know, it it would give them the rights to use them in the movies again, and um, which would be cool. So what were, what are your thoughts on that though? I just gave you a whole bunch of information on it, but. I mean, I don't see a downside to it. Yeah, a lot of people say they don't want to see Disney get bigger. Um, for me, I'm 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 totally cool with it. It's not against any sort of regulations because it's you know like it would be all right with the FCC. It would you know mainly I'm I'm excited for it for the Marvel stuff and them getting the Star Wars a New Hope distrib- distribution rights again. Um, so. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for this deal to go through now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I quickly read that it might be dead. I'm like, no, we just got excited for it. Yeah, and now they're like, oh, it could be back on again. So you never know until it happens, I guess. Yeah. So that was um, the big general news there. Just a big general news there that could affect everything there, and then um, then we'll go into the parks news now. So there is a new sorcerer card from the Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom that's going to be at the Christmas party. You can get it exclusively there. It is from the attraction Carousel of Progress. It is called Rover's Christmas Carousel of Progress. The card. So it has a rover on there and it looks like in the background is from the Christmas part of the attraction you know the last um, the futuristic scene of Carousel of Progress when you get to the end there um, mm-hmm. where it has it. you can see you know um, them playing the uh, video game in the background and uh, you know the father getting ready to um, bake the the turkey but that's what the card is there. So that's a, that's a cool little card there. Um, so this is for their downtown Disney section. And basically, because I didn't know this, but at their downtown Disney, you have to pay for parking. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, I think they offer like two hours of free parking with, with purchases. Um, so right now, what they're implementing is the new policy now you get three hours of free parking with any single minimum purchase of $20 at any downtown Disney location. And um, that includes quick service and kiosk locations. Yeah, it said the, the old policy basically allowed for two hours, so you're getting one extra hour. Hmm. Um, and then again, additionally, validation for five hours of free parking for anyone who dines at a table service restaurant or sees a movie at AMC theaters. So, and that was prior... That used to be four hours, so they're increasing it and giving you a little bit more. Cool. Yeah, so apparently this already started. Um, it said that there was a permit filed for Thor and Loki, um, an encounter, heroic encounter at California Adventure, but um, apparently just this week it had already started at the park, so you can meet them there. And that's until February, I think they said it's up. Okay. They'll be there in February, so. 
All right, and then uh, I got news here. Pirates is going to close in early 2018 to change the redhead scene. I think that closes in January. Um, to change it to how it is in Paris, where she is now a pirate and not being auctioned off. So. Hmm. Um, That's such a good, like, iconic part of that ride. <laughs> I know, I know. I, when I when I had worked there, we had so many people during the Halloween parties have are dressed up as the redhead. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Another thing here is a Christmas tree trail at Disney Springs. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. Do you know exactly what it is? Or? Each tree is decorated like a different movie, I believe. Oh, 25 themed trees. Each inspired by Disney character or theme. By what? Each inspired by Disney character or theme. So in the picture here, they have Little Mermaid. Uh, it has like crabs on it, uh, fish, ornaments, um, forks. It looks like you know, dingle hoppers, all that kind of stuff going on in there. Um, to the left of it is a Mary Poppins one, which has penguins and uh, umbrella on it. Alice in Wonderland one as well with a clock and. Uh, the, the cards on there, so. That's Interesting. Cool. Yeah, it's through uh, November 10th through January 7th, so. Check those out if you're down there, which you will be soon, right, so. Yes, and I'm might. thinking I'm going to go, like, do the little Instagram stories while I'm there. Okay. On our podcast thing. Yeah. Would you say you're going to take videos? Okay, and then we got, uh, we'll move over to the studio news here. We got, um, unless you've got any other park stuff, I didn't. Hold on, I did, I'm trying Okay. To... Okay, well, this I just saw. Okay. Um, they have changed or shortened the name of Min and Bill's Dockside Diner, the counter service um, mm-hmm. thing at Hollywood Studios. It is now just Dockside Diner. Okay. So if you're looking for it. That's what most it's people call it. It's on their website and everything. It's been officially changed. What? Okay. I said that's what most people called it anyway, so I see why they did that. That's what they said, um, that now it's just been official, basically. Okay. But that way, if you're looking for it on the app, for some reason, it's changed. And I think that's it then. Okay. All right, so then we can go over to the movie stuff we got. Uh, this was revealed a little bit ago. We just neglected to talk about Lion King live-action cast list here. Yeah. So it's directed by John Favreau, who did um, Jungle Book. He did um, Iron you Man. You know all that stuff. Iron Man, so. Iron Man 2. Um, so the cast list here is Donald Glover as Simba, uh, Beyonce, uh, James Earl's James Earl Jones reprising as Mufasa. Uh, Chiwetel uh, EO4, I probably butchered that. He was in um, Doctor Strange. Uh, Billy Eichner as uh, Timon. He's a, a comedian. He was on Parks and Rec and uh, other TV shows. Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. John Oliver as Zazu. Uh, John Connie. Alfre Woodard. Um, she was in a few Marvel stuff. 
Uh, Eric Andre, Florence uh, Kasumba, Keegan Michael Key, uh, JD McCary, and Shahadi Wright Joseph. Music by Hans Zimmer, July 19th, 2019. That is that. It's an all star cast, pretty much, on, on that one there. Um, yeah. Just like Jungle Book was, really, with Scarlett Johansson and. Um, yeah, that's true. And however many other people were in there. Uh, Bill Murray is Baloo. Christopher Walken is King Louie. So. That's yeah, big cast. Um, so here's the big news. We're getting to the big studio news right now. I don't know if you saw this. Ryan Johnson from episodes uh, eight, yeah. The Last Jedi, signs on for a whole new Star Wars trilogy. Uh, the press release says it is going to be taking place in a corner of the galaxy unexplored with brand new characters. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. I like that they're gonna. Start going more out there. It's kind of like how Marvel started with, you know, Cap, Iron Man, Thor. And then now that they're getting uh, bigger in their next phases, they can throw in people like Ant-Man and Guardians and Doctor Strange. Um, I'm excited to see what Star Wars, you know, what he can come up with that's, you know, brand new. It's not tied down to the Skywalkers. It's not going to be tied down to what we've seen previously. You know, uh, it's... I'm just expecting a whole different thing. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to have stormtroopers. It doesn't have to have X-wings. I wonder what it will, when, you know, what time period it's going to take place in, beforehand, afterwards, or somewhere in the middle, you know. But just really, I can ex- tell you, I saw really excited. A lot of people saying that they want them to do something with the old republic. It's because it's one of the most popular video games that they've ever made. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. To be honest, everybody's been asking for that for the longest time. And I just don't see it happening. I I think they're not going to do something that's been done before. Even if it's a video game. I think they're going to go... You know, I think Ryan Johnson's going to go completely weird with it. He's going to do his own thing. All new characters. That's what I'm looking forward to. I don't want something that... I can play a video game, and I don't want the video game as a story in a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'd rather just have it be its own thing where, you know, maybe we get to meet new characters. We don't even have to have um, Jedis in it or, or not. You know, you can go, um, you know, it, its own wacky thing, you know. Uh, but So that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited to just get something that's, maybe completely different than what we've seen um you know it's going to be familiar with words like force uh, you know if there's a lightsaber in there you know they might name drop jedi or you know whatever but it doesn't have to be you know like one of the things i don't like about the anthology films that we've gotten so far rogue one stealing death star plans uh han solo movie being about han solo and then recasting like just give me something new in the side stories. And I think what they're doing is they're trying to build up that audience of, you know, hey, Han Solo's going to get tickets sold. Uh, you know, Darth Vader being in Rogue One is going to sell tickets. Um, you know, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Leia being in the new ones are going to sell tickets. But then once they get those people grabbed in again and, and loving Star Wars again, now they can just be like, well, here's something completely different, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm really excited about. I just babbled on for how long, but, you know. That's okay. 
Are you excited to see maybe something that you don't have to have seen the previous movies to to get or? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's. I mean, to me, like, I don't know. People were saying like, oh, you know, they're doing one a year. It's too much. I I don't think it's too much. And I that there's still so many different things that they could do with it. So as long as it's like new stories and new things, I don't see a problem with it. Right now, it's kind of like becoming a thing now for us to go watch it every December. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, it's like um, every Christmas now I get to look forward to going to see Star Wars. Except for next Christmas because it's going to be a May release next year. So Yeah. Yeah, alright. And then uh, keeping with Star Wars news here, we got um, Bob Iger was doing his quarterly phone call with the investors, uh, the stock you know, shareholders, um, and he announced a Star Wars live-action TV show is going to be on the streaming service. Uh, so the streaming service launches in 2019, so I guess I will, after all, be getting the streaming service now. Um, yeah, I just read something else about that, too. Yeah, they're also going to have a Monsters, Inc. show, Yeah. high school musical TV show, not a movie, and original an original Marvel show. Plus, you know, the five to six movies they're doing a year on there. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely signing up for that. They said it's going to be remarkably cheaper than Netflix because they have less content than Netflix. So, um, you know, they'll probably start off cheaper and then, you know, as they get more content, be raising it up there. So, I'm excited just for new, new original stuff. Yeah, and being able to watch it on your own schedule. Yeah that too alright so I think that's about it for my news I thought maybe you said you had other stuff yes so there's they're pretty much releasing all their holiday different food things that they have available right now mm-hmm. um, and I know I think it was during yeah it must have been during Halloween and I don't know if it's still available now but they had like pumpkin Mickey waffles somewhere so now for Christmas, they have red velvet Mickey waffles. Um, I know they're available during the Very Merry Christmas party at restaurants. I'm not, not sure. I would think it's available during all times, but I just saw that. Um, and then they have in Disney Springs, available through the end of December, they have a pumpkin bread pudding at Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. Uh, and then they have an Olaf Sunday that's created on top of a Krispy Kreme jelly donut, which looks cute. Um, I'm saving this other one for last because that's what I'm most excited for. Um, they have a gingerbread cupcake with um, cream cheese frosting that also has Olaf on it. Then they have a gingerbread pop, festival holiday popcorn different holiday cookies and then the thing that so many people have been going crazy about online is the Pluto popcorn bucket which is thirteen fifty, and he is pretty cute he's got a Santa hat and a um, Christmas sweater on hmm. So, but it's also refillable um, and then they have another regular popcorn bucket like the you know not the shape of a thing but a regular size one that has them Mickey and the gang on it in their holiday outfits uh, and then on Thanksgiving Day only, the Satuli Canteen in Pandora is offering a pumpkin cheesecake mousse. 
which actually looks yummy, and I'm not a fan of pumpkin stuff, but it does look pretty good. Um, and then they have a milkshake of the month, I believe. Let's see. Yeah. At the Plaza Restaurant in Magic Kingdom, it's a caramel apple milkshake. It comes with truthful apple pie filling with cream and a cherry, which looks really good, too. And then the most exciting thing is they are offering a new spirited hot chocolate flight available at Fairfax Fair and Dockside Diner at Hollywood Studios. Mm. So it's three different hot chocolate flavors. Um, you can purchase a whole one by itself for 9 or the flight of all three smaller versions for $11, but they look really good. And I think that's a good idea. Something different. Um, and then they started building, probably done at this point, the gingerbread house in Grand Floridian, which if nobody has seen that in person, you have to get there at some point. And what was, oh, they made smaller gingerbread, uh, like they made a Cinderella's gingerbread castle, and that's over at Contemporary that you can see. But I think from what I heard is like, or read, there's like, Twelve gingerbread houses decorated based on different castles and stuff. But I just kept seeing pictures of Cinderella's. Okay. So that's it. Alright. And then we will jump over to the character of the week, which for this week is the Mad Hatter. Uh, Mad Hatter is voiced by Ed Wynn in uh, the original Alice in Wonderland. Uh, its description in my files of character from the Walt Disney Studios Disney dossier. The Hatter is naturally quite mad and speaks with a dopey voice and a pronounced lisp. His solution to most questions is simply to further muddle the issue. Together with the hair and the dozy little dormouse, he created a maddening afternoon for Alice. I got some trivia here as well. Okay. He is often cited as Alice's closest friend. This is because of the strong relationship in the Disney parks and the two often being paired in media and merchandise. However, in the movie, the two were downright antagonistic toward each other. The Mad Hatter served as visual inspiration for the Hatbox Ghost, who has even been theorized by some fans to have been a Hatter previously. Uh, the Matter's Hat... Uh, the Mad Hatter's hat can be seen in Yedsen's studies on a shelf in Epic Mickey. Uh, the Mad Hatter's hat can be used for the little green men in the Toy Story 3 video game. Uh, he was involved with celebrity auditions on the House of Mouse. Uh, he had a cameo in an episode of Mickey Mouse Works, which was a show kind of like House of Mouse before House of Mouse. His name appears in all of the shops... Uh, in all of the theme parks around the world. I wonder if that's true. What it was it? His name appears in all of the shops in all of the theme parks around the world. You have to go check this out. Tell me, go and eat shop, see if you can find Mad Hatter somewhere. Uh, I, I doubt that's, that's true. I can't see that being true. This is yeah, from the Disney that's... Wiki, by the way, so it, you know, take it with a grain of salt here. Um... Yeah, we've learned that. I've learned that. Yeah. Um, let's see. I take it for granted on some of this stuff where it's like, uh, 
Okay. Despite his good guy status, his hat appears as a token, and he has his own space in both the villains and my villains collector's editions of Monopoly. Uh, here's the one that's for sure true. Ward Kimball's animation of the Mad Hatter was used as a reference for the character of King Candy from Wreck-It Ralph. They, they remind me of each other a lot. Yes, yes. Even Alan Tudyk's voice for it is pretty good. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so the 10 and the 6 on Mad Hatter's top hat is not a fraction, but it's actually a price. Most people don't know that. It's 10, silling, uh, 10 shillings and 6 pence in the former currency of Britain. Huh. So it was a complicated money system, and in 1971 it was changed to a decimal-based one, doing away with the shilling. All right, and then I got some uh, appearances here. He has appeared... In uh, in a Walt Disney Anthology series special, This Is Your Life, Donald Duck, the Mad Hatter is one of the many Disney characters seen celebrating Donald Duck during the finale. Um, he was in Lion King one and a half as a silhouette. Huh. Um, where he was sitting next to Rabbit as Stitch was making his way to his seat. I haven't seen Lion King one and a half in a while, so I guess that's maybe like a beginning where they're trying to go watch the movie. I'm not really sure. Oh, yeah, probably. And he was uh, in the uh, animated short Electric Holiday. The Mad Hatter was one of the many Disney characters to attend Minnie Mouse's fashion show. Uh, he has appeared in House of Mouse. He had a cameo in Bonkers. Do you remember that show? Bonkers? No. You don't remember Bonkers? I don't think so. What well, was it? In the show, they live in the H in the Hollywood sign. He was a cop. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Kind of look like Roger Rabbit, but a cat, you know? But, yeah, I, um, know. I yeah. know what you're talking about now. He has appeared in Once Upon a Time, uh, Adventures in Wonderland. That was a 1995 series on Disney Channel, I believe. Um, he's been in comics before. He's been in Kingdom Hearts in, in the video game. Disneyland Adventures Connect from Xbox, which you just said was being reprinted, right? Yeah. Uh, he's been in the parks, and of course, he is in my current game of Mickey Ma uh, the Disney Magic Kingdoms app. I just unlocked him last week. So, that's our character of the week. Lots of good info on him. So, to close it out here, uh, we're going to speak about what characters, what rare characters, uh, you would want to see um, meet and greets for in the parks. And uh, let's go a little bit more in depth with it of where you would put them. You know, don't just shove them in there, but where would you put the characters? You're going first, Sam. I am? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Figment in Epcot. Got to be back out. They used to have a suit for him. So uh, yeah. I'd put him back out. So why aren't they? I don't know. Uh, uh, Jose and Panchito, like I said, would be in... Um, uh, you know, Mexico Pavilion. Um, Oswald, I said I would put him in One Man's Dream. I'm trying to think of other rare characters that I could fit in somewhere. I would love to find somewhere to put Darkwing and Launchpad. They'd have to go to Magic Kingdom somewhere, I think, or Hollywood. But, um, yeah. but now with Toontown gone, they don't really have a spot. You know, I yeah. guess, really, you could put Darkwing in the silly sideshow area, because he's dressed up. 
Uh, he could yeah. be like a little superhero that's in there. I don't know. Uh, in the storybook circus. I don't know if it really fits, but that's the closest I can think of somewhere to put him. Um, I would love to see Basil from The Great Mouse Detective. Um, I'd put him in the UK pavilion as a meet and greet. You know, uh, change it up sometimes. Sometimes it's Alice and Mary Poppins. Sometimes it'd be Basil, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that's really all the ones that I got currently for that. Um, you know, Jim Hawkins, though, from Treasure Planet would be cool in uh, Tomorrowland or something. Yeah, I... I... I feel like that's a good movie that needs to be brought out a little bit more. Oh, and maybe somewhere for Sora from Kingdom Hearts. They have a suit for him and Goofy and Donald. Trying to think of where... That'd be in Fantasyland, maybe. Or maybe you can fit him somewhere in Epcot. I don't know. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, so... Obviously, one would be Miles from Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. Um, I had thought of somebody else. I'm trying to think of who else I was just thinking about. Oh, like, seeing the the princes with their princesses, I feel like that could happen more. Yeah. And the characters from Robin Hood, like, see, that's another good movie. They used to be out uh, all the time, yeah. Yeah, exactly, that's what I was thinking. Like, they used to be out all the time. And I also feel like Br'er Fox, Br'er Rabbit, they used to be out more than they are, and I feel like that could happen more. Um... Yep, dang, that was one of mine. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll let you say that one. Yeah, I like Frontierland's easy for them to be there somewhere. And, like, do they still have Woody and Jesse over there? I don't remember if they moved them or not. I feel like she should be out, too. Um, well, they're going to be in Toy sure. Story Land. They, they could put them in Toy Story Land when it opens. Mm, that's true. That's what, See, like, I, I would remove some of these, like, doubles of Mickey and Minnie and, like, other clothing. Well, and, that's, and... My, that's my thing. I feel like every park you go to, you pretty much have the same exact character meet and greets. For the main ones. With few additions, but yeah, like, there could be, I don't know, I feel like Epcot, well, I guess with the princesses in each place they have them, but that's what else I would do, is, like, they're out for such a short bit of time felt like whenever we went and we had to stand in the lines it, it seemed like it was really quick oh well, they actually have pretty long shifts they just have to switch out like i made a whole day of it the one time where i went and that's when i met max too actually he was happen he happened to be there in one of the training areas but um i'd went all day and went to each spot and um i mean it worked out well where i think they're like half hour blocks maybe or or more but they'd have them like every every hour or two you know and um if you look at the times guide i was able to plan it out where i could go to this one then i go that one in the circle you know and all kind of worked out pretty well didn't have to backtrack or anything but if you're Uh, not if you don't know it and you just stumble upon it yeah it could be and what was the other thing i mean you said figment there was another thing i started thinking when i was talking about the princes and I can't remember and I don't know if, if Aladdin and Jasmine are still out but then they are they're in Mar- uh, um, I think one of them is in Morocco and the other ones are in Adventureland like they, they have two in Adventureland they have them both okay yeah I don't know I'm trying to think I made it my mission to see every character when I was there so I uh, 
I know where they all where they all are. You know what other movie they don't that that could go back to what they could do. Meet the Robinsons. They they never did much with that movie. It just wasn't a big movie. No, but I like that one. I haven't seen it still, to be honest. I, really? Yeah, I, I didn't watch oh it back God. when it came out in like 2005, and I. Uh, I have it on Blu-ray. It's just every time I ask Joy to watch one, she picks the same movies over and over again. Which are? She picks... I'll be like, hey, let's watch a Disney movie. And she'll be like, okay, Aladdin. And I'm like, we just watched that last night. And it's like, okay, Hercules. I just watched it last week. Uh, Milan. <laughs> we just watched that one a month ago. Like, you exaggerate. And when I say, hey, how about we watch one of my favorites, like uh, Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, uh, or, hey, let's watch one of these we haven't seen yet. It's, eh, no thanks. So, that's why I own all these movies and still haven't seen them all yet. So, do you have that movie? Yeah, I do. I said I have it. I just haven't been able to convince her to watch it. She's seen it, too. She hasn't, doesn't, doesn't let me watch it. Uh, you should watch it. That one's really cute. We've watched it ever since, like, the... It first came out. We bought it right, right away. You weren't even... It was in 2005, I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, you were still living here. Well, maybe not then. Maybe we bought it. We bought it quickly after we got married, so... <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was just one of the things we bought. That one doesn't have a digital uh, copy, though, either. So, it's... Um, I actually have to put the disc in. Sometimes my blueberry player doesn't work, either. So, I don't know what's wrong with it. So I think that's it. I can't think of any other things, which is sad. I know I can think of many other times. Yeah. I feel like there's probably there's definitely a princess that I'm not thinking about. Oh, you know who else I would bring back? Mm-mm. Pocahontas. Yeah, she used to meet an animal kingdom with her show. I always like Pocahontas. Doesn't she still sometimes meet there? I don't think I so. I met her there last year. Uh, two years ago. Yeah, she does. Maybe then. Yeah, she's still there. Alright, well, if that's... If I think that's all the ones we got for today. Um, so, let us know where they can... Let them know where they can find you. Alright, so... You can follow me at all guy adventures on instagram a-l-g-u-i-r-e adventures and our podcast at behind the dreams podcast on instagram okay and you can follow the podcast also on twitter at bt disney podcast facebook.com backslash behind the dreams podcast we're also on youtube now with behind the dreams podcast is our channel name i'm currently doing run-throughs of this old uh, Game Boy game, Mickey Mouse Magic Wands. Uh, it's only 40 levels, so it's going to be four videos, 10 levels a, a video. That's every Wednesday and Friday. Then maybe I'll move on to some other old games. Our podcast is now on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. So please rate us on iTunes Store. It helps people find us or, you know, share, you know, find us however you can there. Um... And you can also personally follow me on Instagram at DisneyCPJTown and on Twitter at Cravens86. I think that is it.
All right, so we'll all catch right. you all next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs> See y'all real soon.